high short kick that is going to come up and bounce at the 20. Rutgers has a chance to recover it, and they do! What a play by the Scarlet Knights! Get it to Harper with three, with two, with one. Harper for the win! Got it! Down and 10 at the 21. Wimson hands it off. It's Benunga getting to the corner left. 20, 15, touching to 10. Benunga down near the goal line. He is in! Touchdown, Rutgers! Now with six. Baker making his move with five. Step back three for the lead. Rutgers basketball wins its second consecutive road game in Big Ten play with a 56-53 win over Maryland on Tuesday night. And what a roller coaster ride that was. It was a rock fight through the end, as to be expected. And the Scarlet Knights, to their credit, were the tougher team and overcame a ton of adversity in this game to get a crucial win. Two in a row now on the road. Third time in the last four seasons when Rutgers has done that now in Big Ten play, and they win their third straight in College Park. Unbelievable, uh, just gutty effort from this team. Uh, got out to a hot start uh, on the offensive glass with second-chance points, then had a ton of trouble with turnovers, foul trouble. Uh, in that first half, Maryland uh, went to the locker room up 2-24-22. Cliff and Jeremiah Williams have three fouls at the half. Rutgers got called for two technicals in this game. Jeremiah Williams for talking in the first half. Derek Simpson, which honestly, I thought it was inexplicable. He did not get in any player's face. He wasn't directing any taunt at a Maryland player. The kid obviously was fired up. They took a nine-point lead. He was, yeah, yes, he was doing the eat the, you know, eat the ball, whatever. Uh, he was, he was maybe took it a little too far, but a call a T like that with two and a half to go. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I did not agree with it, but you know, Cliff fouled out. Jeremiah Williams played 11 minutes. We'll get to him in a minute. 11 minutes with four fouls. He picked up his fourth foul with 19 and a half to go in the game. And Rutgers wins, uh, just uh, tremendous defensive performance held Maryland to 31% shooting held all Big Ten guard Jameer Young to 3 of 17 from the floor. Uh, outside of uh, the trio, uh, Jameer Young was 8 of 8 from the line. He's a 90% shooter. He still had 16 points. Julian Reese was their best player tonight uh, for Maryland. He had, uh, was it 17? Just going back to the split box here. Maryland, uh, yeah, Reese had 19 points on 8 of 10 shooting, 12 boards. He was very good. Cliff was off the floor quite a bit. Uh, and he took advantage. Young had 16 uh, and 12 rebounds, which is crazy, 6-1. But uh, 3 of 17 on the floor. Dante Scott, which is 3 of 10, 0-5 from 3, uh, but 8 points. Outside of that trio that I talked about in the preview this morning, they're veterans. Uh, Rutgers held that Maryland to 10 points on 3 of 17 shooting. So tremendous defensive effort. Jermichael Davis was great on Jameer Young. Uh, Jeremiah Williams got a steal on Young. Uh, it was a, a trapping half-court defense at times. They had the press at times. They switched it up to zone a little bit. Um, but they just were very well connected on the defensive end. And they looked like the number three defensive team in the country tonight. Obviously, Maryland is not a great offensive team. And they're, you know, they're a top 10 defense coming in as well. Actually, number one in the Big Ten and Big Ten play. Rutgers number two. But Rutgers got just, just enough stops. Uh, I mean, what a roller coaster down the stretch. 
Simpson with that layup on a tremendous play to go up 52-43, gets called for the tee. Now, Maryland was – I don't agree that was a four-point four swing because Maryland was getting the ball back no matter what. They got those extra two free throws. Then they scored on the, inbound, uh, on the inbounds, and uh, all of a sudden it was a five-point play. They went on an 8-0 run, cut it to one, and uh, then Jer- – was it Jeremiah Williams had that huge uh, layup? Uh, let me see here. Just pull it up. But um, Mag had those final two free throws. And uh, let's see, the last bucket of the game was um, Jeremiah Williams. Yeah, he made it uh, 34 seconds to go, up up one, converts on that layup, so clutch. Five of nine from the floor, 14 points, five rebounds. He was 2-2 two two from three, 2-2 two two from the line. But his poise, his assertiveness, his leadership, I mean, you could just see this team looks and feels different on the court with Jeremiah Williams. Pico looks different to me. The way he is running rotation, his rotation with Jeremiah Williams, it's, everything just kind of fits better. Um, you know, the way him and Simpson are playing off each other with the ball, rotating. Uh, you know, Simpson's playing with a lot more confidence now. Uh, but, but, you know, you just ha- have faith in Jeremiah when he's out there. He's under control. I mean, the kid played 11 minutes with four fouls and stayed in the game and had the clutch basket, the layup with 34 seconds to go. Uh, he's fearless. Jermichael Davis is fearless. The way he played on the defensive end, Derek Simpson, you know, uh, did not shoot as well tonight. But again, I thought he played with a lot of poise on the offensive end. And they just, they were running more stuff in the half court. They were more active. They were sharing the basketball more. They just had a much better flow. Even though they only scored 56 points, they shot 50% in the second half, uh, which, you know, is uh, pretty unbelievable for this team. Um, I just want to get the stats on there. Yeah, they were uh, 39% overall. So they were just eight of uh, 30, 20. Eight of 28 in the first half, 14 of 28 in the second half, two of five from three in the second half. They were uh, good uh, free throw performance, nine of 11. Not a lot of trips, but they made a count. And, uh, you know, in terms of layups, they were 13 of 23. You know, it's over 50%. It's not great, but it was good enough. One-on-one on dunks there. Uh, you know, their, their points per possession was not great. I mean, under 0.9, which is not a great thing, but uh, – Overall, you know, they rebounded well. They uh, was uh, even. Well, Maryland was plus one. Uh, turnovers, you know, both teams finished with 15. But Rutgers had 12 at the half. They only had three turnovers in the second half. They forced Maryland over eight times in the second half. Points at t- over turnovers was even 14 to 13, Maryland. Uh, offensive rebounds, Maryland won that 12 to 10. They did win second chance points, 13 to 7. Uh, but, you know, points in the paint, Rutgers was plus six. They were plus four in transition. They had six blocks, seven steals. Um, and, uh, yeah, they just were able to make winning plays down the stretch. Um, I thought the way Peichel used the rotation, again, uh, let's look at minutes. Um, but it was much tighter, and I thought it helped with uh, this team just being more cohesive on the floor. You had, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, seven guys played 20 or more minutes. Uh, Noah Fernandes, by the way, gave them some good minutes there in the second half. Uh, You know, he hit a big shot. He had a steal and then a a shot. He also had a a good, uh, he drew a charge right after that. 
So liked what you saw from him in limited action. He did play 13 minutes. Uh, he had five rebounds in 13 minutes. Uh, he did have a bunch of turnovers, uh, but, you know, uh, five rebounds out of him and, and that steal and bucket was key. He got that uh, charge. And then you had, uh, let's see, off the bench, you know, Gavin played 20 minutes. He didn't score. He didn't have a great stat line, but I thought he at least looked composed out there and held his own defensively. Uh, Andre Hyatt played 26 minutes off the bench. He gave him six points, four rebounds, uh, two blocks, and a steal. Uh, but that starting five, you know, uh, the minutes were a little bit down because of foul trouble. Cliff, you know, fouled out, eight points, five rebounds, just five rebounds from Cliff, and they win the game. Uh, four of 10 from the floor. He did have three blocks, uh, but, you know, plus 16 in the plus minus for Jeremiah Williams. Nobody else was in. You had, uh, Mag was, uh, Cliff was plus five. Simpson was plus four. Nobody else came close to Jeremiah Williams. Plus 16. Again, plus minus is how your team does when you're on the floor. So Rutgers outscored Maryland by 16 points when Jeremiah Williams is on the court. He ended up giving them in foul trouble tw just 20 minutes, 14 points in 20 minutes. Super efficient. Uh, he did have three turnovers, but again, this is his second game in a year and a half. Unbelievable what he's brought this team so right away off the bat. Uh, a ton of poise, and um, it's just been infectious. And Mag played really well again tonight. Back-to-back -back good games for him. 15 points, 6-9 from the floor. Uh, just three rebounds. Um, but, you know, he uh, had some bounce to his step. And just their team defense, right? I, I just thought they were very connected. The way you saw Mag trapping um, – you know, uh, they, they were they were being strategic in how they got steals. They did a great job defending the uh, the arc. Uh, Maryland was just two of eighteen from the three point line. So um, you know, overall, they uh, they did foul a lot in the second half. Uh, they got called for a lot. Maryland got to the foul line quite a bit in this game, uh, and they didn't shoot poorly at all. They were seventeen to 74 percent. They were plus eight from the foul line. Um, but they were, you know, minus three from three. And uh, just in terms of, of uh, Rutgers, let's see. So they were 19 of 43 from two-point range. Again, not, not not great, but for Rutgers, 19 of 43 is 44%. We'll take it. We'll take it. They've been sub 40% this season. Um, they, did, they did enough to win the game. They held on. You know, you hated to see that Simpson call. You don't want that to be the difference. And, you know, just it affects his confidence and this team's ability to pull out a road win the way they did. And again, Jeremiah Williams steps up. Uh, Mag, you know, Simpson got trapped. I, I didn't think he should have passed out of the trap. He should have taken the foul, but he was trying to, you know, eat the clock. Mag stepped up, hit both free throws. I, I think that's what stuck out to me in this win, too, is so many guys had made plays, made plays in this game. Everyone, more or less, that, that played contributed. You know, uh, Igbole had that, that big basket. Uh, on the rebound, um, you know, his physical presence, he had, uh, even Wolf, you know, played limited minutes, uh, did not play the game before, but he had three rebounds. Um, and uh, let's see, six guys had at least three rebounds, which is a great sign. Wolf and Simpson had, uh, and uh, Mag had three. Uh, you had Hyatt had four. And then Noah, Jeremiah, and Cliff had five. So that's seven guys with at least three rebounds. That's team rebounding. Um, they're, they're just they're, their cohesiveness on the court, their communication. Uh, they're playing for each other. They're, they're having fun out there to win two on the road. Again, you, you know, Michigan's in last place. 
Maryland's not a good offensive team, but Maryland's been winning games. This was huge. This was huge. They just doubled their win total in a matter of a few days. Uh, two and seven was miserable. Now they're four and seven, and they're climbing out of the mud ever so, uh, you know, slowly. Uh, but we're seeing signs. That they, listen, this is a different team with Jeremiah Williams. I'm not saying they're a top half of the league team with Jeremiah Williams, but they're giving them a chance, themselves a chance to get back into it and make this a lot more interesting than people thought a week ago. Um, you have a chance now. I mean, you have Wisconsin coming to the rack on Saturday, high noon. Wisconsin plays Wednesday night at Michigan, has a high noon start at the rack on Saturday. That is a very tight window. That is a tight turnaround. This team is going to have a ton of confidence now. They're going to have an extra day rest. Um, their identity, all of a sudden they have an identity, you know, and uh, Jeremiah Williams and Derek Simpson are controlling the offense. They're running the offense. There's an identity now in terms of how, you know, you saw horns action. You saw a lot more screening action. Uh, you saw, you know, more uh, handoffs. Um, you know, they had a little bit of trouble with the press there down the stretch. That's Rutgers Achilles heel a little bit. Um, but overall, a little flashbacks of Minnesota at times. But I thought they pulled it together well. And, uh, you know, it was um, – it was just great to see this team come through, you know, the way they were able to establish a little bit of a lead there, get it up to seven and then nine uh, and then hold on for, for dear life. Uh, obviously it was, you know, uh, and I was a little bit on tape delay. I put my kids down to bed and I knew the game was over and I was just freaking out. Um, but this, the, I, I think what you have to say too about Steve Peichel is not only did he coach his ass off the last two games, just in terms of how he used the rotations, um, how he, you know, managed foul trouble tonight, how he uh, had them prepared defensively, how they were able to take Jameer Young, essentially not out of the game per se, but work so hard. I mean, you know, 16 points on 17 shots is not good. Um, terrible efficiency. And he is one of the most dynamic guards in the country. And they did a number on him. And the faith that he's showing in players, and I think that was part of why he had such big rotations there for a while. A, he was waiting on guys to get back, like Jeremiah. Uh, but... I think also, you know, he, he does things sometimes that maybe don't make sense on the court that I think if you look at it, he's doing it for the long-term benefit. He's keeping guys bought in. And look at the faith he's shown in Jeremiah, Jermichael Davis and what he's shown him. I mean, even Wolf didn't play. And then, you know, he, he got them some, some uh, positive minutes when he was in there. Uh, you know, he stuck with Gavin tonight, even though he wasn't making shots. Gavin was playing under control and in the flow of the, the team. And he, he, he gave him some minutes there. Uh, you know, Hyatt, his attitude, you know, he's not starting anymore. He's still making some plays. Uh, he had a good defensive play at one point. I forget what stage it was. But this team is still very much bought in. Things could have unraveled after that Penn State game. For them to have their worst performance of the season at home, things bottom out, and then go on the road, I don't care who it is. Winning on the road is, is precious. And they won two in a row, trailing at halftime, come back in both of those games and, and gut it out at the end. It just shows so much of the character of this team, of the program, and, and what Steve Peichel is as a coach. I'm sorry. It's just, you know, listen, they're, they're not the best team. They're not the most talented team. They're not the best offensive team. They're not even, you know, what are they? still probably 14th in the league. But this team can win games when – they're, they're, they're playing at the level they are 
and they're playing together the way they are, the way they're playing for each other. Um, you know, that all comes from the head coach. And again, at two and seven, and I said it after the Penn State loss, I was worried things were going to start to snowball here and things could really get ugly. And that's not what it, the total opposite is happening now. You have Wisconsin at home on short rest on Saturday. Then you have Northwestern at home, which, you know, not an easy out whatsoever. Uh, but they, they're lose, they struggled on the road a little bit. And then you're at Minnesota. All very hard games. Don't get me wrong. But none of those are impossible. None of those are, you know, in my opinion, would be crazy upsets. I know Wisconsin, you know, is number 11 in the country. They were top 10 last year, uh, last week. They're right at the top of the Big Ten standings under Purdue. But, you know, Rutgers has played Wisconsin well at home over the years. Wisconsin is, is not the same team on the road. And I, I think that Rutgers is, is certainly a path to victory there. And uh, it would be a huge win. It would be the best win of the season if they can do it. Um, but my point is when Rutgers plays Rutgers basketball, I, they, they can beat, I think, other than Purdue and Illinois, they could beat any team in the Big Ten. Uh, on any given night. Now, when they don't, they don't, and they're, they're not going to have a chance, right? Uh, but uh, I think that this team's ceiling is rising, and there is a way for this team to finish respectively and to get to that eight, nine, who knows, maybe 10 wins in Big Ten play. You'd obviously have to run the back half seven and three. Uh, you know, they're now four and seven. See if the Kempom numbers came in at all um, for uh, following the game. And uh, quick check here. Oh, yeah, they moved up five spots. They're now 94th uh, overall. They're now number two nationally in defensive efficiency. Uh, their spread is uh, – their, their rating is 91.4. Uh, and that is uh, number two behind Houston, uh, who's way ahead. But uh, they, they made quite a jump now. Maryland uh, is still uh, sixth nationally. Um and just in terms of offense, I mean, they're sitting pretty at 300. They're still there. It's the biggest spread. Uh, you know, they're 351st three-point range, 350th two-point range, 334th free throws. It's it's crazy. Um, you know, non-steal turnovers are number one nationally still uh, in terms of, you know, whether it's charges, uh, forced, you know, throwaways, um, you know, uh, what else in terms of just, you know, uh, dribble off your foot, whatever, unforced errors. Uh, for, they could be, of course, pressure forces, but um, non-steal turnovers. Rutgers is number one nationally in efficiency, and it's paying off. Uh, they're still last in offensive efficiency, and they're still second in the Big Ten in defensive efficiency. But this team has an identity now. They have a leader now on the court. They have more of a point guard. I think the way that Simpson stepped up, has been great to see, um, and just the way this team is playing together. The, the you know Cliff, I think, is is playing a little bit more in the flow of things. Well, Watt has his confidence back. Uh, you have to have a, a, a united starting five, and I think the switch that they made, uh, and, and Jermichael Davis is the fifth guy going to that three guard offense. But, you know, Jeremiah is kind of like a, a guard wing. I mean, he's a little bit of a hybrid. Uh, it gives them versatility. But you got to love the energy this team's playing with, the confidence they're playing with. And, heck, I mean, this is it, – it's it's really fun to see them play this way after, you know, how difficult things have been this season. Uh, and, and also, let's – I mentioned it before, but Noah, you know, he's completely lost his role. He played more tonight, and he made a couple plays for them that they really needed. So um, when this team has multiple contributors, 
multiple guys making uh, an impact. Uh, that's going to go a long way for this team. Uh, just in terms of points, yeah, Mag had 15, Williams had 14. Uh, then you had Cliff at eight, Hyatt and Simpson at six. Uh, so not obviously not a ton of scoring, but a lot of contributions in this game. Tremendous win. You have Wisconsin at home on Saturday. Uh, listen, this is what people say. They want to give up on this team before. You know, I'm, I'm not here to shame anyone. Everyone has a right to feel whatever they want to feel. We're all fans. You know, there's a lot of discourse on social media about, you know, people being pissed at other people for saying negative things. Listen, just let fans be fans. Yes, there's some ridiculous takes out there. If someone wants to sound like an ass, let him sound like an ass. Who cares? Have fun. Believe in this team wherever it may lead because that's my whole thing about quitting on this team. Now what are you going to say after the last two games? I'm not saying you're wrong to have criticism for this team. It's rightly earned for what they deserve criticism for this season. But can you just enjoy life? This is college basketball, and you're never out until you're out. And things can turn quickly. And Rutgers now has an infusion on the roster, uh, and their mojo is different. Their mojo is different. And now they get to go home to the rack Saturday playing a nationally ranked team with a huge opportunity to get a signature win and make a statement to go streaking, get a three-game win streak going, and really prove that this team is far from done. Thank you for listening and watching the Scarlet Faithful Podcast once again, and I will talk to you tomorrow.